The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The Summit Lighthouse brings you practical spiritual answers and is the open door to sacred mysteries. These teachings, delivered by Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet, are compelling, thought-provoking, and timeless. Here are your hosts, Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. And welcome, everybody. Thanks again for joining us on The Open Door. This is the online voice of the Summit Lighthouse, where we publish and practice the teachings of the Ascended Masters and where we invite you to awaken to the light within. I'm Tom Schumacher. And I'm Terry Kennedy. Thanks for being here, Terry, again, oh, as welcome. our stalwart uh, partner in this quest. <laughs> Joining us today are Narely and Peter Duffy. And uh, you've, of course, heard their voices a few times of late. We've had them on a few times, and we're grateful to have them back. Thanks for teaming having us up. back. <laughs> yeah, great to be here. <laughs> our topic today is stress. And I think it's probably safe to say that all of us have experienced one level of stress or another from time to time, possibly daily, maybe hourly. And what do we do about it? How do we handle stresses in our lives? And if we look around at our world today, um, those of you who are tuned into the media to any extent, you see a lot of reason why stress levels might be raised. There's terror, there's ignorance, there's famine, there's, for some, climate change, who knows, there's all kinds of things. So... I'm going to turn that over to you guys to kind of explore this, but what do we know about stress? Let's start there. Let's kind of set the table. What is it about stress that we need to really understand? Well, stress is really an epidemic today. I mean, and it just has, when you look at the implications of stress, what effects it has on our minds, our bodies, it's just a huge issue. And um, there's there's a lot, you know, a lot of statistics even about what uh, the effects of stress on people yeah, there's a global organization for stress. I didn't realize that, but they they report their report from 2015. The Stress in America survey results show that adults continue to report high levels of stress, and many report that their stress has increased over the past year. And that's from the American Psychological Association. Hmm. They say that 75% of adults reported experiencing moderate to high levels of stress in the past month, and nearly half reported that their stress has increased in the past year. So Peter's right. It's an epidemic. It's out there. Well, now, I understand that you know, stress as a phenomenon has been measured in many ways, and there are, there are some kind of tables or scales that are used. Like I think there's one called the confidence scale, and there's maybe another one that may just be stress scale. That basically measures, and over time it graphs, how stress has increased or decreased based on what's going on in the world. Oh. Right? I mean... I don't know. I, I hadn't heard about that. That's yeah, very I mean, interesting. It's something I, I think I saw it on the internet somewhere along the way. But the point I want to make there is that, obviously, it's been of concern yeah. Yeah. for the medical establishment, for the... Um, psychological, yeah. you know, services establishment. Yeah, I mean, just just the medical effects of, of stress are huge. Yeah. It's I an mean, industry. Yeah, with it. yeah. I mean, yeah. All, all these, you know, the the um, the you know, all the, all the drugs, psychological drugs, <laughs> to help people deal with stress and depression yeah. and so on. Well, you've got coaches now helping you to deal with the stresses in your life, and they're all saying the same things. You know that there are simple techniques. You know, 
different things you can do, whether it's diet, just exercise, breathing, meditation, yoga, but also looking at your lifestyle and, and spiritually. They're all talking spiritual, and I, and I hope we get into that today. And, and oh, really, it's, 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 it's the will. spiritual and the practical stuff that you right. can do that really can make a difference. Well, what causes stress? I mean, can, can we take it down to that level? Well, well Oh. Let's define it. You go okay. ahead. Well, uh, on a very basic level, you know, it, it's a physiological reaction in the body. You know, you look at, you know, if you're living out in the jungle and, <laughs> as, as a primitive man and a tiger comes along, right? Yeah. Stressful situation, <laughs> right? What happens? You know, your, your body does a lot of things to help you survive that situation. It, it, it takes energy away from digestion, puts it into the muscles so you can run <laughs> fast or, you know, fight the tiger. Uh, it oh, actually fight or fight or flight. Fight or, right. fight or flight. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, it amps up adrenaline, raises your heart rate, <laughs> raises your blood pressure. Yeah. It actually changes the function of your brain, takes energy away from the higher centers of the brain. I mean, it's not the time to be talking about um, <laughs> esoteric things or ethics or Where philosophy. Can we just be friends? Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's really, you know, we need yeah. to act, do something right now. Yeah, and, and well, sometimes it, you have the strength to pick up a car, for instance, yeah, to uh, let somebody get out from underneath. That's so, so it is a good thing in that setting. But what's bad is when it goes on chronically, and, and, and that's and, happening. And the problem is, you react in exactly the same way uh, to that. You know, the tiger. Oh. If you get a poor performance review from your boss, or if someone takes your parking spot, <laughs> these kind of things that aren't physical, but they're psychological things, and they. Uh, they activate exactly the same circuits in the brain and they do the same things in the body. Is, wow. it, is it safe to say that stress is cumulative? That over time, yes, if you have these be. kinds of situations happening Absolutely. in your life every day, then you reach a point of, of breaking, like yeah. road rage is an example right. I can think of that yeah. suddenly just explode. Well, yeah. and it, it, it ties into so many things, alcoholism, addiction, you know, just all of the ills of society that people are heir to. And people are saying it starts in the morning. They get up <laughs> and, you know, well, I get my exercise in and I get my coffee and <clears throat> I've got to get the kids to work, to, to school. And, and, you know, I'm running late already. And then there's the traffic and, you, you know, it just accumulates and, it, and it's really not good. It says that stress is a, a physical, mental or emotional factor that causes bodily or mental te- tension. And stresses can be external from the environment, mm-hmm. psychological, social issues, you know, you're, get, you're going through a ter- terrible divorce, whatever. Or it can be internal, you know, when, when something is happening inside of you. But more and more, stress is, is, is your body's way of responding to a demand. But what's happening is the demands are getting so much and people are responding inordinately. And my theory is, I think we've all got post-traumatic stress <laughs> disorder. <laughs> I, I think we've had so many stresses that... Um, you know, we just react before it even happens. And we go miles down that road and say, oh, my God, if this happens, then I have to do this, and then I have to rearrange that, and who's going to pick up the kids? I mean, you're already down that road. Well, um, what you were saying, Peter, in initially answering the question about a neurological response, mm-hmm. is it healthy? I mean, is, is stress a good thing? Well, it, it's healthy if you've got a tiger there. Uh, but, but, uh, <laughs> but, you know, if you're not dealing with a, with a physical threat, you know, all the things that happen, like it shuts down your digestion, uh, it, it uh, takes energy away from the immune system, you know, so it suppresses the immune system. All of these things, uh, raising blood pressure, they're not, yeah. um, they're not good if you don't have a way of actually working that right. stuff out of the physical body. I mean, when, when you're in the fight or flight, you actually do intense physical stuff mm-hmm. and that kind of, you know, frees yeah. up the energy in the body and then uh, you relax afterwards and you, you, you process the stress. 
Have you noticed that when you're, you know, like you've suddenly had to react to something and really move or run and afterwards you, you almost get a high and everything goes into perspective. The thing that you were worrying about right before then is really minor compared to the accident that didn't just happen. Yeah. And, and it, so it, it actually, that, that release is, and that'll last for a few hours because those endorphins are running around going like, hey, you know, you dodged <laughs> that bullet. Yeah. Okay, well, so then... It is a response to a stimulus of some sort. Yeah. And it is, I think we can understand it as positive to the extent that it is helping us to survive a situation, whether yeah. it's psychological, emotional, yeah. physical. And obviously what we're saying here is that stress is mount. It isn't healthy to be exposed to stressful situations over and over and over again without having some kind of an antidote or a method. A way to resolve them, you know. Yes, I mean, to relieve yourself of the stress, because otherwise, as I understand, now you'll maybe get into this later, it shortens your life. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> you know, yeah. so. Well, I mean, just, just the suppression of the immune system itself, you know, yeah. it has tremendous effects, cancer, you know, infectious diseases, all these things. And, and, and so many illnesses, you know, you Google them on the internet, you know, okay, what's the cause of my high blood pressure? What's the cause of, you know, cancer, whatever? And, and it goes back to, they're all saying, okay, stress diet, lifestyle, you know, I go to cancer treatment centers of America for my checkups, having had breast cancer a couple of times. They're always on about, you know, dealing with stress, are you? You know, are you, are you monitoring that? Are you working with that? Well, I've, I've got to say that when you both were so gracious to prepare an outline and kind of some of the content for this, I got to the point of reading your notes where you said, here's some <laughs> of the situations that can occur. They're going, page one, <laughs> page two. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. dozens, I mean, if not yeah. hundreds of situations, all stress-related. There are studies can that be. show yeah. that there's a, there's a big correlation between getting cancer and some major stress in your life <laughs> two years earlier. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask that later on, but I'm glad you brought it up. There's, there, there is kind of a delayed fuse. Yeah. You can have the situation. It can, have a, it, it can do something in your body, but the delayed reaction could not occur until, like you said, two, three, four, five years down yeah. the road. And it's happening younger and younger. I mean, um, they're saying that stress is a top health concern for U.S. teens between the ninth and 12th grade. Psychologists say if they don't learn, these teens, healthy ways to manage that stress now, it's going to have serious long-term health implications for these teens when they grow up and for the rest of society and, and their children and their children's children. Doesn't this also contribute to the suicide rate? Oh, world? totally, yeah. yeah. Mm. So... I mean, let's just talk about some of the the physical possible symptoms, you know. The things from chest pains, back pain, neck pain, upset stomach. You know, you get butterflies and then you don't digest well. Um, muscle tension. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be, you know, upset of the gastrointestinal, you know, a little bit of constipation or nervous diarrhea. I mean, you know when you, when you really are stressed or when you're really nervous, yeah. you know, it, it affects you. You can't eat. You just, your tummy feels awful. Your heart is like in your mouth. It's all physical. <laughs> yeah. It's all physical. And it, and it cycles down. It actually comes, I mean, we talk yeah. about the four lower bodies, you know, it comes down through, from the mental through the emotional and finally manifests the physical. the physical. Yeah. 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 The mental emotional is pretty interesting because mental stress is, is huge. And most people get some physical symptoms and they kind of ignore them or they, or they medicate them. Take mm-hmm. an Advil, mm-hmm. do this, do that. My back right. hurts, you know, or my tummy, take a you know, a Tums or, you know, they're, they're all the time doing that kind of stuff. But then it starts going into the, the mental stress symptoms. You know, you can't concentrate. You can't remember. 
You know, you're going to the refrigerator and you're putting the salt in the refrigerator and you're going like, why am I doing this? <laughs> you <know? laughs> or, or, you know, and loss of sense of humor is, is, is one of those mental signs. If you're still laughing, Terry, that's really great. Um, your mind's racing. You're getting a bit confused. Um, and then it goes into the emotional. And the mental and emotional are pretty closely linked and they often overlap. But you start getting fearful. You start getting apprehensive when you don't need to. Let me ask you something about medication. Um, I know this is something that's got... The full spectrum of, of opinion on this, but do when you mask a symptom, mm. when you take something for the short term benefit of masking something that you're feeling, does it really not solve anything? I mean, you end up coming back to the same problem again until you solve it a different way. I think I think there's right? times I mean, when it's appropriately appropriate to do a short term solution like but that. But short term only, you've really got to do it. But when you, it's getting into long term, you know, it's more than a week or. You know, it's, it's like every month you're doing this. Well, what then I'm, you have to stop and really look yeah, at it. Yeah, and what I'm leading to, and of course, is addiction. Mask. Yeah, exactly. That, that, that somebody finds relief from a symptom of their stress, and then they start to habituate it. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, that can be a big problem down the road because once you try to get off of that, two things are going to happen. One, you're going through withdrawal, but two, you're going to have to reconfront yeah. the, 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 the source of the problem to begin with. So it's... It's a double-edged sword. I, the reason I'm bringing that up, because we're coming to a break here now, but in terms of spiritual remedies, mm-hmm. there's no side effects, yeah. <laughs> you know, for one thing. Yeah, you eliminate the side It deals with the core of the Exactly. Yeah. It deals with the core. And, and it's most effective if you deal with it on all levels. You can deal with it physically, spiritually, mm-hmm. mentally, and emotionally. If you deal with it on all those levels, that's when you really get the, the benefits. I got you. And, and more and more people are just looking at lifestyle changes now. You know, dealing with the stress, taking care of themselves, putting themselves first instead of dealing with <laughs> everybody else and their problems. You know, because if, you, if you're not well and you can't cope, then how do you help someone else? Yeah, yeah and to maybe put a neat little bow on this. Because, of course, our emphasis is the Ascent of Master's teachings. Mm-hmm. We're going to listen to an excerpt from a dictation here in the next segment that is um, an, the, the Master's desire for us to pass all our tests. And our initiations and our tests can sometimes be sources of stress. Mm. Not that we, you know, mm-hmm. that's not a natural response necessarily, but initiations can be stressful. So by, by we'll, the very nature. By the very nature, yes. <laughs> so when we come back... <laughs> It was, we'll, we'll if they allow weren't you guys, stressful, they weren't, wouldn't be wouldn't an initiation. <laughs> oh, darn. Oh, darn. Yeah, when we come back. <laughs> yeah, so if we, no. When if we, we come, come back. <laughs> <laughs> We're not stressed. No, not at all. Now, when we come back, we will listen to a, an excerpt of a dictation basically titled, May You Pass All Your Tests. Ooh. So please stay with us. When we come back, we'll talk about the spiritual process of dealing with stress from a masterful level. So please stay mm. with us. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Right now, all over the world, Warriors of Light are working tirelessly to defend your soul's opportunity to achieve oneness with God. These spiritual warriors are keepers of the flame, and though few, the power they wield is greater than all of the weapons made by man. Founded by St. Germain in 1961, Keepers of the Flame is a non-denominational fraternity in the tradition of ancient spiritual orders. When you join, you'll receive a series of lessons that will introduce you to a vast and dynamic spiritual world. 
See for yourself. Access Lesson 1 right now, completely free. No login required. Simply go to tsl.org slash keepers, and in seconds you could be exploring a whole new world of practical Ascended Master teachings. Lessons are printed or available online for any time, anywhere access, and anyone can join. Discover your real self and explore your full spiritual potential. Become a keeper of the flame today and awaken to the light within. Please visit tsl.org slash keepers and prepare to accelerate. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And we are back. Thank you for staying with us. Uh, You're listening to The Open Door. And today we're talking about stress, how it happens, what we can do about it, what maybe defines the levels that we can handle in our lives, a lot of different things. And one of the, um, the great admonitions and desires and, and wishes of the masters is that we do pass all of our tests, that we, we travel this journey along the initiatic path and we, we, we pass those tests. And they don't come without stress. We we're making a joke about that before, but it's quite, you know, serious. This is serious business and there's stress involved. But nonetheless, it's stress we can manage, it's stress we can handle. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that in the next segment, maybe some of the techniques and whatnot that we can utilize to, you know, give our stress the heave-ho. <clears throat> but right now we're going to listen to an excerpt from a dictation by St. Germain titled, May You Pass All Your Tests or May We Pass All Our Tests. And one of the things you'll hear is that this is centered in the heart. And also ways in which we can maybe use the aura as a sanctuary for these energies that we can mobilize to help us counter stress and balance stress. Is there anything you want to add before we listen to this? Well, I think he's really a master at this, um, this <laughs> yeah. Master St. Germain. And, and um, he's got so many keys just in this short little excerpt of how you actually deal with stress. He's taking you through it, you know, step by step. Great. And it's all about, you know, just dealing with things from the heart, even your voice, your tone of voice, the way that you speak, you know, do you calm down? Do you breathe? You know, mm-hmm. all of these clues are in there. So if you, I think if you listen carefully, you're going to get a lot out of it. It's often just the little things, just your, your, your approach to, to uh, problems. Right, you know. right. Well, without any further ado, okay. let's listen to the excerpt. Thus understand sometimes when you suddenly feel a disturbance, you are taken aback, you have a shock or a sudden reaction to the actions of injustice of another, 
One of the reasons you momentarily lose your balance is because the normal flow of the aura has been disturbed as though you would suddenly agitate the waters. Now your aura is your sanctuary and it is the sanctity of your God flame. Thus before answering the demands of the carnal mind, the questioning, the praying for favors or whatever, reestablish yourself. Speak quietly, softly, and slowly, for in this way you will not engage into yourself the anger, the impetuosity, the upsetness of anyone around you. You speak as I am speaking now from the heart, from the seat of the heart, the point of the Buddha. You speak loud enough in the sense of being strong and firm so that the breath and the voice are not sinking like a shrinking violet of fear. You speak strong enough and firm enough and peaceful enough and powerful enough so that God may use your voice to still your own aura and the agitation or the fear or the excitement of another. Be the calm presence in a vortex of calamity and activity, beloved hearts, and learn the way of the power, the immense power of peace itself. Thus, beloved ones, you ought to know by heart the count to nine decree. You ought to realize that in a situation of upsetness, it is necessary to take some deep breaths, for in the presence of anxiety, the heart begins to palpitate and people begin to breathe in a short breath manner, and thus adding to the absence of control. Take a deep breath, you release it, you go to the heart, and you give no instantaneous answers, yes or no, no instantaneous reactions or solutions, but quietly turn within. There are many ways of handling this. If someone is ferocious like a mad dog, you may say, wait one minute, please. I shall return momentarily. <laughs> you see, beloved ones, the tests are flying full and sure. We want you to experience the sense of mastery, of dominion, the enormous pleasure of having finished a day and dealt with that force, that driving force of irritation and conquered and risen above every foible of the senses directed against your heart. They would steal your life they would take the flow of love between us. They would break the bond by any form of anger or outrage. And they will steal from you your sense of worthiness, your sense of the mantle of being the disciple of Sanat Kumara. 
when they can destroy your dignity and you begin to feel like a moth, then you will also behave like one. Until you regain your self-identity, I must pause and wait again, wondering just how long you will flit around the bulb of these serpent ones who have beguiled you into their auras momentarily. Thus, beloved hearts, the soft answer turneth away wrath. If someone is speaking to you in a loud and high-pitched manner, Adjust the tone and answer with the God command. Answer with helpfulness. Try to solve the problem. Try to show the best side of things. Provide emergency care when it is needed. Keep your wits about you and don't enter the vortex of their anxiety else you will become confused. Remember that anything that seeks to taunt you from the seat of the Buddha in the secret chamber of the heart must be noted as the enemy, not the person necessarily, for it is often a loved one, but the force attempting to use that one. Thus it is your challenge to liberate that one as well as yourself from the human nonsense of the moment. May you pass every test. Unless you center in the heart, which is the central sun of your being, you may find yourself tumbling on the periphery of the aura, which touches the world consciousness. That point, that outer circle of the aura, should always be a very intense blue, a blue fire of protection which is also outside the tube of light. Now you visualize the violet flame in the very center of the tube of light. But I would make the point that when you are bristling with blue flame, this often antagonizes others because it is so powerful and brings out the worst in them. Thus the better part of wisdom is to wear the kid glove. That is, to put another layer of violet flame outside the blue, to be a calming effect, to consume that which may rub against the aura or come at you. And if it break through the violet flame, then you have the blue flame wall, then you have the power of the tube of light. And if diplomacy does not work, there is always the strength of the shield of Archangel Michael. In the still and sweetness of the light, I am come. Often it is a matter of stance. How do you hold yourself? Are you in readiness for the next delivery of God or thrust of the sinister force? Or are you, as they say these days, laid back? If you slouch, if you are laid back, wide open, lounging around, the TV set is on, the ads are bombarding their rock beat, the cat is meowing, the dog is barking, the children are screaming, the phone is ringing. How do you expect then to keep your cool? It is a setup, but you have allowed it. 
Now you can maintain your calm in the midst of these things, but not with a laid-back attitude. For any moment, the potatoes on the stove will burn and everyone will be in an argument. <laughs> and if you don't watch out, yourself included. And then what have we accomplished? A lost hour for Saint Germain and the vital work of Helios and Vesta. Your own sense, I will never become a good Chila. I will never master my life. But beloved ones, it's a matter of one, two, three, four, five. A few simple requirements. Do not allow the family to be bombarded from all directions. Do not allow all these things to be taking place at once. Strive for communion with the heart. Feed the cat, put out the dog, turn off the TV set, make sure all is safe on the stove, and enjoy that circle of communion with God determination that each member of your family or household or friends shall have the opportunity by your loving presence to express something very important from the heart. Indeed. <laughs> Be prepared. Well, we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back with more on stress. Please stay with us. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. At the Summit Lighthouse, our goal is to help you awaken to the light within and discover your real self. Today, thousands of spiritual seekers all around the world are using the universal teachings of the Ascended Masters to make their higher selves a permanent part of their reality. And you can too. The Ascended Masters are the saints and sages of East and West from all major religions and spiritual paths. They have walked where you walk and understand the challenges you face, and their teachings are always practical. By applying the science of the spoken word through verbal prayers called decrees, the masters teach us how to harness the healing power of the violet flame and other spiritual energies to transform our lives and our world. On The Open Door, it is our goal and great joy to bring you Ascended Master teachings that you can apply in your life right now. To learn more about the Summit Lighthouse and the teachings of the Ascended Masters, visit us today at tsl.org and discover how you can awaken to the light within. It's what you're here to do. Remember, tsl.org. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. 
This is the Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And thanks for staying with us, everybody. We're talking today about stress. Um, And now we're going to talk about how to de-stress. Right. We're going to go into that place where we always wanted to go with this, which is basically how to balance, how to deal with it, how to handle it, how to survive it and thrive through it. Um, One of the things we heard in the excerpt that we um, played just in the last segment was, the soft answer turns away wrath. Yeah. And also about just being in readiness, be prepared, center in the heart, so many different techniques. So let's kind of go there. What would be your, yeah. if, and, if and I some, can prioritize this, number one? And some very practical things. And yeah. I, I think, I mean, one thing that he, that St. Germain talked about is breathing. <laughs> and that just makes such a difference. It actually changes your physiology when you, when you mm-hmm. breathe slowly. You know, when you get stressed, you start to breathe faster. But actually, so the, the, the psychological thing affects the physical. Yeah. But what you find is if you do the physical, that also affects the psychological. So if you just start breathing more slowly, the stress level actually goes down. You go from fight and flight to rest and digest. <laughs> your body is calm. Physiologically, your blood pressure lowers, your heart rate lowers, and your respiration rate lowers, and it goes deeper. And when you are calm just by breathing, then the body and the brain can devote time and energy to digesting, self-healing, and regeneration. And then what you realize is you can actually control your breathing. I experimented in this with myself. I was, um, my blood pressure was going up in stressful situations and I would measure it. But if I would actually breathe and I would tell my body, okay, bring your blood pressure down to 125 over 75, and I'd retake it, and that's exactly what it was. So you actually have way more control than you think you do. So being calm isn't just good for your body. It's good for your mind. It's good for your immune system. It's good for healing. How can you heal you know, when, when you're stressed? So yeah. get to that state of calm. I think we should all take a big breath right now. We should all just, everybody just, wherever you are, close your eyes, center in your heart. Take a big breath in, into your belly, into your chest. Pause and release. One more. Mm-hmm. And one last one. And release. And that's very simple. It but it works. Took 30 seconds. 30 seconds. <laughs> you can actually feel the difference in your body. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you have to catch yourself. That's the first thing is being aware and catch yourself and realize that you are a spiritual being so you can do this. And, and you know, uh, just touching on the, the, the health issues, you know, one of the interesting <laughs> things I found about uh, shingles was that stress is a yes. creator of yes. it. In other words, yes. they say this, this yeah. thing yeah. lies yeah. dormant, you yeah. know. But what triggers But what it? triggers it? So if you can keep the stress down, then that yeah. shingles thing will not be a part of your world. Because stress actually uh, suppresses the immune system. Your body takes energy away from that to to the fight and flight. Yeah. So if you de-stress, your immune system kicks back in and can keep it under control. Okay, we've got more cues here, more clues. But I, I, you know, (laughs) just to wrap up this one issue, you know, when you, you know, first said it, Peter, it's so 
clear and central to our experience because we breathe to live. Yes. So the pace of our breath, the depth of our breath, the 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 frequency of it, all those things can be altered by us by choice in a moment. Yeah. And you, you know? can control it. You, I mean, you can for a period of time. You right. can control it. It's and not it, outside of yourself. No, you, it's you can bring not. it in yeah. and do it. And it doesn't cost a thing. <laughs> no, I know. It doesn't cost anything. And, and such profound effects. Such profound oh, effects. Oh boy. And I think we step step over these simple things. What about meditation, Peter? Meditation is <laughs> another one. You know, uh, meditation actually also changes the 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 way your brain functions, takes mm-hmm. you out of stress into the relaxation response, changes your physiology. physiology. You know, there's there's so many studies that show that just a little period of meditation each day mm-hmm. uh, enormously enhances your ability to deal with stress and difficult situations. Now, the masters promote yes. meditation yes. quite actively. Yes. And, and they breathing. also have breathing exercises, breathing. I was going to say. <laughs> breathing. Yeah, and combine the both. Because I know that a lot of people associate the, the Ascended mm-hmm. Master's teachings with sound, you know, with decrees mm-hmm. and, you know, vocal prayer. Mm-hmm. But that meditation as a silent adjunct to it is equally powerful and important for a lot of reasons, of course, but yeah. balance, health. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and combining it with, uh, with the spoken word, mm-hmm. your, your meditation, your visualization while you're giving those mantras is really very powerful. And there's, you know, also many studies showing... Uh, the effect of mantras on yeah. people physiologically and how how it enhances healing. Now we use sound a lot, so obviously our mantras, the mantra of choice, perhaps would be something that was vocalized. Yeah. But we can also do this sub vocally. I mean, we we mm-hmm. can just mentally do this too. I just want to put that out there because it helps you to meditate. It helps meditation, correct? So yeah. anyway, I just wanted to. Well, let me just tell you about the benefits of meditation. Um, five benefits: reduce stress and anxiety is number one. People who meditate report that they experience greater happiness and well-being. They weren't expecting that, but it was a side effect. Pretty important. Increases their energy and vitality and helps them to be more self-aware and present in the moment, focusing on being like the Buddha Mm -hmm. instead of doing, you know, running around doing. Helps you have greater focus and clarity. Side benefit is you usually sleep better you tend to be more productive and calmer. That's just with five to ten minutes a day. If you can do more, that's <laughs> so, great. You know, you think, I'm so busy, I don't have time to meditate. But, you know, if you take the time to meditate, the greater focus and clarity <laughs> allows you to get through all the stuff you've got to do <laughs> right. in, a, in less time. And I think coupling that together is a very important thing. Yes. It's not a separate thing. It's not an extra. If I have time, it yeah. makes everything else work better. Yeah. <laughs> is there, finish, is, is we, there a reason why meditate and medicate are, yeah. are very similar? <laughs> well, <laughs> meditate is a type of medication, really. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a preferred. Yeah. You know, so many people now are controlling their blood pressure with meditation and, and gradually coming off their medication. Yeah. <laughs> have we finished with meditation? Because I'd like to talk just briefly about gratitude let's go right on okay harvard medical school i mean it's so interesting that there's so many studies 2015 study gratitude lets you connect to other people nature and a higher power one way to develop resilience to weather life's ups and downs is to quote savor pleasure as it occurs consciously enjoying the experience as it unfolds the experts add Multitasking makes savoring the experience nearly impossible. (laughs) So what they say is, slow down and be grateful. So you can, some people do a little gratitude list every morning before they get out of bed. Dear God, I am so grateful for 
my family, the roof over my head, you know, whatever. Yeah. And they get into their hearts or they have a, like a little journal because journaling actually works yeah. because you're getting it out of your mind onto paper and it helps your thoughts to clarify and your emotions to flow. So just remember gratitude, to be grateful. And I think a real key there is the multitasking. Yeah. Multitasking, you know, it's kind of modern life. You've got your phone, <laughs> you've got your, you know, you know you, you're just trying to do all these things at oh, once. Oh, yeah. But that's just a, a huge source of stress, and it actually takes away from the pleasure of, of the individual things that you're doing. You know, I mean, I don't think you're going to understate that point. <laughs> I think you're right. Really, you know, that, yeah. that when you distract yourself from being fully present, yeah. you've missed that moment. And yeah. I was just thinking, this is not a promo or a plug for music, but back in the 60s when we had the first album from uh, Simon and Garfunkel. Yeah. Slow down, you're going too fast, yes. you got to make, make the, the morning, morning last, last. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. There was something about that that was so correct and seductively yeah. correct that you thought, yeah, smell the roses. You know, just yeah. it's it like you said, Peter, it doesn't take much at all to right. shift the gear. Yeah. But you've got to consciously choose to do that. You can't just expect it's gonna to come to you until you make it a habit. Yeah. So I think we want to maybe talk about it a little bit later yeah. too, how to make stress reduction a habit yeah, in our lives. Yeah. Well, there's coaches out there uh, doing it. Um um, Pedrek uh, Shojai is called the Urban Monk, and he coaches people on how to totally de-stress their life. Mm-hmm. You can find coaches that will just help you exactly with this stuff, or you have to just put some little boundaries in your life and say, you know, this is what I'm doing. You know, in the evening, I'm going to be turning off all my electronic devices, going to be lighting a few candles and reading a book like they used to do in the old days, and just kind of <laughs> breathing and meditating and doing a little Tai Chi or yoga and just slowing down. And doing one thing at a time. And doing one thing at a time. Yeah, we're not checking our email while we're eating dinner. We're eating dinner and we're enjoying the yes. food and the experience. You know something? And conversation. Yeah, I know. I mean, <laughs> real life connection. Yeah. yeah. When, when you mentioned uh, the, the multitasking as an issue, it has become acceptable. It yes. almost become like a preferred means of getting through life is that you have to multitask to be efficient. And productive, yeah. That's, but that's, the quality, as you said, the quality yeah. of the moments that you're missing or losing, you need that. Yeah. yeah, I get stressed feeling about what I might yeah. be missing. Yeah. yeah, so but can you also feel your body just kind of going uh, uh, exhaling as, yeah. as we're talking about this? I mean, I'm I'm feeling a sense of peace and calm because it's like yes, there are things that I can pull back and take control of. And you know, I was <clears throat> and they're simple. I was watching this uh, piece on uh, uh, public television last night about I think it was uh, John Muir was his name and oh, and when he went out when he went out into nature. It was like he had gone into nirvana. He was experiencing God at the very highest level. And so I bring well, that up. I bet he didn't have a cell phone. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll bet you're right. I mean, yeah, this, is something, this is something that people can do. Yeah. They can go back to nature, and, and it will help in a physical sense. Too. Oh, absolutely. But now they're going back to nature, and they're so busy filming it. You know, putting it on Facebook. I mean, there's anything wrong with that. But can we talk about mantra and prayer before the break? Because this oh. one is really big. There's a whole science about this. There's this fabulous book called The Creative Power of Sound, Affirmations to Create, Heal, and Transform. And it ties back into, Peter, what you were talking about, the relaxation response, where they'd studied at Harvard Medical School in the 70s. This response, relaxation, is the opposite of fight and flight because it's rest, it's relaxed, mm-hmm. it's recuperate, it's regenerate. It calms the, sim- the, the, the body. And they say that studies, their studies show that as little as 10 minutes a day of repeating a mantra produce lower heart rate, lower stress levels, reduced metabolic rate, lowered the blood pressure, decreased oxygen consumption, and in the, on, in the long term, reduced insomnia, fewer doctor visits, 
boosted self-esteem and boosted the immune system. Now, this could be any mantra. It could be, Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on me. It could be even the word ocean or love or peace. All these things, you just repeat them over a period of five to ten minutes, and it de-stresses your body Mm -hmm. and allows you to enter this kind of relaxed state. So you can do it through meditation. You can meditate on a mantra. Mm -hmm. You can say a mantra. And I just think this is, like, huge. Again, it doesn't cost anything. (laughs) <laughs> and it's simple, and you can do it anywhere, well, on the train, on the plane, you know, with your kids. Yeah, and I, silently even. Yeah, yeah, mm. I, mean, I, I can attest to the power of this. I, not long ago, began to wake up in the morning and do the Hail Maitreya, Hail, Hail Victory, Victory, Hail, Hail Flame, Flame of, of God. God a few times, and I just felt this Ooh, connection. And then wow. throughout the day, even driving into to work would be holiness unto the, the Lord. Lord. Simple, quick, but yet I felt this connection, and I felt like reconnecting it felt yeah. to me like I'd been away and I came back and zip you just was back sometimes you know, when I'm plugged walking, in when I'm walking up or downstairs I go I am a being of violet fire I am the purity <laughs> God desires yeah, yeah. And, you know, and the thing with those things is it, it, it's not only activating the, the psychological and physiological things in your body but it's also making that spiritual connection which takes it to a whole other level whole other level and speaking of that uh, in the excerpt that we heard uh there was a reference made to the Count to Nine decree, mm-hmm. which we know is a very powerful decree, particularly a, a powerful decree for balancing. If you're in a situation mm-hmm. that's stressful and uh, you know, anger-related, whatever, that this is a way to count to 10, basically, but this is a Count to Nine decree. Anybody listening who would like to get a copy of that, we'd be happy to send it to you. When uh, Terry tells you where to send your requests, your feedback, your comments, etc., that's the time. Just write that down. In fact, why don't you tell them real quick, Terry? Well, that's webradio at... at tsl.org <laughs> webradio at tsl.org yes. I'll, I'll repeat it at the end of the show thank you yeah and we will be happy to copy that uh, count to nine decree and send it to you you know if prayer and medicine, medicine. <laughs> <laughs> if prayer and meditation were a medication it, w- it would be just huge they would bottle it and sell it and make millions <laughs> and it's for free folks it's for free it's out there just pick a mantra and pr- just say it yeah. indeed well, let's take a break. We've got to go um, do some, uh, pay the bills, mm-hmm. as they say, <laughs> even if we're paying our own. And anyway, uh, we're talking about stress today, so please stay with us. We have one more segment that we want to share with you, so don't go away. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the masters of light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. The 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. 
listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. So what can we do about stress? We've been talking about various uh, aspects of stress, some of the problems that it creates in our lives and our bodies. And we've also been talking more recently about things we can do to alleviate stress, to balance our lives, to become more centered and higher. Yeah. So let's talk about that. What are some of the things, again, that we can repeat here that we can do that we obviously know don't take much in the way of machinery or contraptions or something, things that we simply can do in a moment's notice? Well, we we started. We talked about breathing and breathing. just just uh, slowing down your breathing. How what a, uh, a major effect that has on on your yep. you know physiology and your even uh, your mental state. And then uh, meditation. If you can do five or ten minutes of meditation a day, that can you know studies show that can really make a big difference. Uh, gratitude, uh, taking the time to enjoy things rather than multitasking. Uh, mantras and prayer. Um, again, uh, you know, medical schools are doing studies on uh, showing how much yeah. this can affect healing. And then, um, I think we like to talk, talk about yeah, exercising exercise. yoga and things. Yeah, yeah. talk about that, Pete. Yeah. Well, exercise in it in itself is a uh, a very important way of getting the energy flow in in the body. Stress tends to tighten things up. You know, you're 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 contracted. Yep. And uh, exercise gets the energy flowing again, releases endorphins. Uh, it's a very good way of uh, dealing with stress. And again, uh, you want to be not checking your email while you're walking, <laughs> doing your exercise. Uh, but, you know, really just in, enjoying the experience. If you can do it outside in nature, then that's really good. And it increases the chi. It lifts depression. Um, it reverses the detrimental effects of stress. It improves your learning. It actually releases uh, brain chemicals called growth factors that help make new brain cells. Mm-hmm. There you go with Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. Um, builds self-esteem and actually improves your body image. There's a certain just feel-good factor. You just feel better about yourself. And it can leave you feeling, you know, euphoric, which is nice. Um, yoga. St. Germain, interestingly enough, says do some kind of yoga for five or ten minutes a day. It's not just a physical exercise. It's a mind-body-spirit exercise too. That's what he says. It's been found to help in pain relief from fibromyalgia, arthritis, joint pain, neck pain, whatever. Um, People with cancer are doing gentle yoga and finding it uh, helps them with pain relief and just feeling better about their illness and actually pushing back their illness. Helps with anxiety and depression, said to be an alternative to drugs. Um, Helps sleep patterns, overall well-being, quality of life. Even the Harvard Mental Health Letter said, for many patients dealing with depression, anxiety, stress, yoga may be a very appealing way to better manage their symptoms. Scientific studies show that yoga has mental and physical health benefits that are just not just closely allied but are essentially equivalent. The evidence is growing that yoga practices is a relatively low-risk, high-yield approach to improving overall health, increases flexibility and balance, better breathing and lung capacity, improved heart health. Good heavens, what's not to like? What's and you don't have to do the twisting over the back of the neck and all that. It doesn't have to be strenuous. It yeah. can be very gentle. Yeah, you, you, you pick proses and, and, uh, that, that are appropriate for your level of flexibility mm. and what you can do. And people any age, any kind of level of flexibility, any kind of health can really be a tremendous benefit from yoga. Yoga in your chair. You do <laughs> yoga in your chair. You know? yeah. yeah, I have a little list of yoga 
poses that I can do in my chair or my cubicle. Yeah, actually, I've done those too. You know, the bottom line with all of this is I think it's developing and expanding the heart so that you don't get so moved or upset. I remember talking to Elizabeth Clare Prophet and saying, you know, what, what do we do about um, stress and burnout? And she said, I don't actually recognize the term burnout because if my heart is expanded and I'm calm and I'm capable and I'm just in my heart, I don't feel it as stress. I just feel it as reaching out to the world and it doesn't affect me in that way. And I thought, <laughs> wow, I've got a ways to go. But, you know, that's a great Expanding goal. Expanding the flame in the heart. Expanding that's the flame what it's all heart, about. Which is what the violet flame does. And that actually takes us into, you know, the point you made about, you know, tests in life and initiations mm. by their nature are stressful. So it, on another level, you can look at stress, every situation of stress as an opportunity to pass a test. Yeah. And we've been talking about some very practical things you can do to help with that. But there's also kind of a mindset. A situation comes along, what is the lesson for me to, to mm-hmm. learn here? What is this trying to teach me? Mm. And if it's a, a repetitive situation, especially, mm. you know, what is the lesson? It's going to keep repeating until <laughs> you, you learn get it. the lesson. <laughs> yeah. Pass the test, and yeah. then you can go on to the next, on to the next thing. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it does involve karma usually, doesn't it? Because we wouldn't be stuck in these situations if we weren't having something karmic. So that's where the violet flame um, helps. But somehow, can you navigate through the situation without getting stuck in the energy? Uh, try not to react. Try not to, or, or try to find out what the trigger points are. I remember a patient who had, um, she was... <coughs> had a real problem with her mother-in-law and she had very high blood pressure. I mean, this professor was trying to control her blood pressure with multiple drugs. She came to see me and I'm just taking her blood pressure and she starts talking about her mother-in-law and it just goes sky high. <laughs> and I said, whoa, 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 wait a minute. So we, we talked her down and then she started to realize that there was a connection. By figuring out how to deal with her mother-in-law or specifically not to react to her mother-in-law, she was able to come off gradually yeah. these medications. I mean, it's, this is, this well, is huge. You know, Oh, yeah, that's a real key. Uh, often, it's not the situation itself which causes a problem. It's your reaction to it, which is the stress. Yeah. yeah. And, and because someone else in the same situation might not affect them uh, at all. They could be very calm in the middle of it, and they don't see it as stressful. Well, yeah, and you just hit, I think, a very key point here is that if you don't like what's going on, change your mind. Yeah. You know, that, that you're in control, and as long as you can maintain that control, then one of the options you have is to recognize, as you said a moment ago, each of these tests is an opportunity. Yeah. And how do I respond to the opportunity? Well, one of the ways I can do that is by saying thank you. Yeah. Be grateful for the opportunity to grow because that's, in fact, what it is. Yeah. Instead of railing against it or reacting to it, which doesn't do us any good at all, it just causes us, as you said, again, you said earlier, we're going to repeat it till we get it. Yeah. yeah. So take control. Recognize you. You have that accountability. You're driving the, this bus. So if you don't like what's going on, change your mind. Or you can even leave, as Saint Jerome <laughs> said. He said, <laughs> said, you know, wait one minute. I'm going to return in a moment. And when I get, you know, calm, I go walking around the block and I just breathe or count to ten or whatever. Right. And 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 it's like being non-attached. I think it's the Ooh. things that we can't control that really eat us up. If it's something we control, we're always trying to control and that's where mm. the stress is. But if you can't control something, like your mother-in-law, you know, <laughs> you've got to figure out a way to not be moved by the fact that you even can't control her. Be non-attached like the Buddha. Do you remember the 60s and 70s pop psychology where you had Carl Jung, his acolytes, um, and Fritz Perls and Barry mm. Stevens talking about you have this option mm. to not push the river. 
Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, a lot of time our stress is trying to control the things we can't control. <laughs> exactly. yeah. And if we can just realize, wait a minute, I can't control the situation. Yeah. I can let it go. It's going to do yeah. what it will do. What I can control is my reaction to it. And it was magical because it gave people back a certain empowerment that they didn't know they had. Okay, yeah. that's it. I'm leaving. I've found the answer to the universal <laughs> dilemma. No. <laughs> And you know okay. we've got this. We've got this count to nine decree. I got it all ready to email to people. Good. So you know, web radio. You at look t- ready at tsl dot <laughs> org, and I'll send it to you. Well, thank you. Uh, this has really been fun. Is it always is when you guys visit our our studio, the uh, studio thirty three uh, Fahrenheit. <laughs> <laughs> Still winter here in Montana, folks. Um, but I'm very grateful that you've taken the time to do this, and you put together something here that I think is obviously a program. Yeah, we just kind of. We just touched, touched lightly yeah. on this. Um, but I hope that you took to heart what we're trying to say is that you are in control. Stress is a certain factor of life, but you can you can decide how you're going to deal with it. So breathe. Breathe. Go easy. Yeah. The soft answer turns away wrath. I mean, be prepared for it, too. Be pre- you know, take time to be prepared. Physically move. Mm. Whether it's yoga or walking or any mm-hmm. lifestyle changes, all those things we talked about, they're all accessible to you right now. These don't take special apparatus. There's nothing you have to do. It's mm. there. Mm. So anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> My little <laughs> end of the show sermon. Um, so Terry, tell them one more time what they can write to us. They can they can contact us at webradio at tsl.org. Okay. Webradio at tsl.org. We love hearing from you. We do. And though we like to uh, admit freely that the upward path is not always easy, sometimes it's stressful. <laughs> the, re- the rewards are, are out, out of, of this, this world. world. Thanks, everyone. God bless you. Bye-bye. Thank you again for joining us this week. Remember, tell your friends and family that they can listen to us live each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and Noon Mountain on Voice America's 7th Wave Channel. For more information about The Open Door and The Summit Lighthouse, please visit our website, www.tsl.org. We'll see you again next week.